One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the instant match reaction, and I am joined by Will from LFC Focus. Oh, yeah. What did you think of that one? Because I, I listened to your match reaction just before I did mine, and I think we've got different opinions on today. Um, I think it was just, I don't think it was the best performance from Liverpool. I think we definitely made the most of our good moments in the game. I think when the chances came our way and when Palace gifted us a couple of opportunities, we made the most of it. But I think certainly the first half felt quite similar to the Brighton one where we weren't quite breaking them down. I think it was definitely better than Brighton because we didn't even have a chance in the first half there. But it felt like we'd almost, we got punished that time. We sort of realised that you can't always coast your way, not, not coast, but kind of make your way through the first half without being too good and then turn it on for the second half. And it definitely was a wake-up call because second half we were ace for an awful lot of it I thought Jordan Henderson characterised the kind of the way that we pressed them the way that we we just showed so much more intensity and really went at them so I wouldn't necessarily say we were good value for the three points but I think on balance of it we're almost being a bit harsh because Crystal Palace weren't that great either to be honest yeah I must admit I thought that was like a a 2-0 3-0 Liverpool performance (laughs) but we conceded three <laughs> goals yeah. and it was batshit crazy so I thought that first half I thought we dominated the ball I thought the only time that they had an opportunity really was that Wilfred Zaha one where he pulls it back and they obviously score but that for me was like I don't know whether you agree with this but it felt like we baited them into that it felt like we, yeah. we baited the Liverpool side because we were just cheering and growling and all <laughs> that type of stuff and, the, and, the, and we just got so into it that the lads just like hold on a second Second. Yeah. They just literally <laughs> 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 fucking running round, and you're like, "What? Why? There's no need for that." Just you lost know? their heads. Yeah, yeah. It should have. It should have been a two or three 0 Liverpool performance. It should have been a relatively easy win, but it just felt. There was, I think it maybe some of it's the bit of the Wilfred Zahar effect. Obviously, he's the kind of player that you know can make something happen out of nothing. And obviously, he was standing up James Milner quite a few times. And Milner didn't seem to, well, get the best of him at any point during the game. So, yeah, I think our heads did go a couple of times. But obviously, the most important thing is the fact that we still somehow came out with the three points from that game. And we still, when it mattered, right towards the end of the game, we did sort of start to see the game out. Especially given that we lost Fabinho, who I thought was going to be so important to just keeping that defensive side of the game and I wasn't really trusting Alana when he came on but he was pretty sound and I think for the last 10 minutes when we needed to calm down a little bit we actually did that was the mad thing I agree with you there like the last 10 minutes yeah I looked up at 85 and thought just kill this game off and we started playing the ball around the back and we've got the ball to Allison. but you say all that and because of how mental a game it was we conceded in the fucking 95th minute and it looked like a dead easy goal for them yeah. again you know Max Meyer slots it in the 95th and you're like are you for real? I can't be dealing with this. Like, I know we only have to have like 14 more wins out of 15 games, but I can't take this. I can't take it in that manner if Liverpool are going to play like that. I want 2-0 easy wins. I want Liverpool to be boring. I don't want the front three clicking. I want the defence clicking because today they kind of didn't. You know, and 
I'm not even sure the defence played that badly. Like the, the the times when they scored, I think it's it, it just it, felt like 15, 16 Liverpool. Yeah, all it over was again. like almost a lack of cohesion that I think almost comes because of the fact that we've had some injury problems defensively, obviously, and there are a few players in that back four tonight, well, th today even, who probably won't get too many games between now and the end of the season if the injuries go our way and stuff like that. Certainly not Milner at right back or anything like that. So. I think we've been riding our luck a little bit with that, like the game against Brighton, obviously Fabinho does really well at centre-back. It was bound to probably catch up with us at some point. Fortunately, when it happened today, we scored four goals at the other end to actually <laughs> yeah. compensate and for it. And that's the thing, but yeah, four it was goals. Just, which is mad. It's mad that we're not really praising the attackers at all, despite the fact they got all those goals. But yeah, defensively, it just felt like they were sound for a lot of the game. And like you said, occasionally the head's just completely gone and they did go back to just being 15, that, 16 like, Liverpool. I've never felt nervous about them, the opposition having corners so far this season. But once they score that equaliser, their second goal, every single corner, I'm shitting yeah, myself. like twinkling like yeah. the, 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 the night sky star. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think, you know, the, those corners were mad. They, they were really crazy for me. But Liverpool, you mentioned that you touched on it earlier, Will. We came out second half and we looked like a different side. Yeah. You know, within a couple of minutes, it's one all. A couple of minutes later, it's 2-1. And it felt like Liverpool... We're just going to do what they've normally. It felt like Liverpool were going to do what they did to Arsenal, actually. Yeah. And, you know, go and score four goals, but not concede another. And that Liverpool side is the one that, you know, Mo Salah holds the ball. Firmino's bringing players in. We've got Naby Keita running down the wing. You've got Mane running down the other wing. And everything seems to start to click. The crowd were into the game. And we concede another. And But the reason I mention it in the order I mention it is, is this not a better way? And do we find, did we find out more about that team tonight? than we have in those 2-0 victories that we've seen so far or the 3-0 wins that we've seen so far this season. I think we certainly found out a lot about that Liverpool team's resolve and we found out that this Liverpool team will certainly last the pace in this title race. They're not going to go away at any point. They're not going to do, hopefully, and you know this could come back and bite me as it always does, but we're not going to do, hopefully, what Man City did where once they had a little bit of a wobble, they had a proper wobble and that's what ended with them being like seven points behind us or something mad like that. Hopefully we're not going to do that because today we could have quite easily lost. We could have drawn, but we still came out of it with a positive result. So I wouldn't, I can't really see Liverpool like completely losing their heads in a title race and doing what we did in 2013-14 where we imploded and conceded again three goals to Crystal Palace where we did it late on in the game and drew the game. I think Liverpool will certainly last the distance and it's going to be really hard for Man City to catch us up because I say it after every game, they will have absolutely hated watching that. They will have been banking on Liverpool dropping points today, especially given how the game ended up going but we somehow didn't yeah you can you could almost i was i was stood in the stand and i was thinking about it and when Mane scores that fourth all the man city players have turned the telly off yeah fuming and how many times have i done that watching manchester city <laughs> over the last 18 yeah. months where you're watching their game and it's, it's fucking two minutes into the game and they've gone two nil up and i'm like, fuck you television <laughs> i hate you you fucking prick like it's the telly's fault and the man city players will have been thinking that was an opportunity there yeah. for Liverpool to drop points. But this Liverpool side don't know when they beat. This Liverpool side just keep on going till the end of games. You know, I don't know when Mane scored that fourth. It was it close to 90? It was was it after 90 minutes? Was it like was that. it that early? Something like that. It was, was after, after 90. Was it after 90? Well, 93. <laughs> When, when did they score then? Don't stop playing. 95. <laughs> Liverpool just don't stop playing. And, and, you know, we go on there. Mane, it's a great finish. It's, it's actually a very non-Sadio Mane finish. In that yeah. you, it, he puts it where you expect the striker to put it and does it really well. And I don't think he fell over either. <laughs> did he fall, tell me he fell over? Because Mane doesn't score goals without falling over. He doesn't take shots normally without falling over. Um, and it was just, it was so good to see. But, you know, 
There's a few players on there that I think, you know, I had a debate with somebody about Jordan Henderson or the player ratings. Well, what did you make of the captain's performance tonight? I thought Jordan Henderson was absolutely solid. I think there's one, one of my mates, the one who said it was nine, a nine out of ten performance on the player rating, says, who else would you give the man of the match award to? And I think what was characteristic about Henderson's performance was he was consistent throughout the whole game and he played well for pretty much the full 90. I thought he wasn't perfect for the first half, but then again, no one else was. I felt in the first half, he maybe, he took a few too many touches. He still was finding the right balls. He wasn't like playing it sideways and backwards too much or anything like that. But um, in the second half, definitely, he was suddenly flying into tackles. He was playing ambitious balls. He was basically doing everything that all the Twitter nerds say Jordan Henderson is incapable of doing, playing the ball forward quickly, playing incisive passes that start attacks and get us on the front foot. So I thought it was a captain's performance from Henderson today. I thought it was a very solid performance. Obviously, hard to give him a, a 10 out of 10 or anything like that when we've conceded three goals and he's he's got a role to play on the defensive side of things. But I thought especially also helping out James Milner because Milner was getting targeted by yeah. Zaha. And for the last about 20 minutes that Milner was on the Pitch. Henderson just doubled up with him constantly. There was not a single time that Milner was up against Zaha where Henderson didn't start sprinting over to help him out. And that's what you want from your captain. That's what you need from players in a side when you're going for the title and when you're having mad games like that. So a really solid performance. And yeah, I'd probably say man of the match for Jordan Henderson. Okay, yeah, I think it's up there. I think, you know, personally, I'd probably go Mo Salah. Yeah. Jordan Henderson closely followed. Uh, closely followed Mo. The, the interesting one actually is James Milner and Zaha. I think, you know, you, you touched on it there. For me, James Milner, I thought he did really well. But then, really well for a fullback against the top class winger, he sometimes went in two thirds of your tackles yeah. or something like that. I think there was a couple of times early on where he blocks the ball going in. In fact, he wins a goal kick from yeah. Zaha and then onto Milner, Milner back onto Zaha, then he goes out of play. But Zaha stands him up for the goal, does really well there. And I, I, was, I was stood next to people and they were going, fucking shocking that. And I'm thinking, I don't think Milner's playing that was shocking. I think Zaha played really well yeah. in that phase of the game. I think the ball in was good. I think there's three people in the box that the two centre-backs have got to look at. So it's probably more on the midfield than anybody else in losing control for what I mentioned earlier on for, for the crowd baying them into this gag and press and stuff. But James Milner ultimately does pick up two yellow cards. I think the second one's needless. Yeah. I think it's the middle of the pitch when he and he slides in and he knows he's walking down the tunnel before the, yellow card, the second yellow card's shown. But... You know, hopefully Jürgen Klopp was saying that Trent's close to full fitness or yeah. close to being back. Could be a really, if he's not, it could be a really iffy one next yeah. week because you want to see Fabinho in the centre of the park, but then is Fabinho injured now? And, God, and these are all knows. questions, yeah. you know. Fabinho goes off late in the game, Adam Lallana yeah. comes into it. Milner goes off, so he's probably missing the next, well, he's missing the next game through a one-game suspension. Yeah. Bobby Firmino for right back is that's where he <laughs> that finished was mad. the game that was yeah I thought Henderson must drop to right back or maybe Adam Lallana and then suddenly Shakiri and Firmino are having a little bit of, of a debate about who should play there so yeah that was a bit wild but I think obviously the, the, 10, the 10 or 11 day break now and their, their little holiday I think they're going on to Dubai together as a team should hopefully sort us out there I think Trent should maybe be fine Gomez it sounds like he's going to be close maybe not fully fit to start the game or anything like that so I think there's a few players coming back from, from injuries that are coming back at just the right time after what's happened today but I think obviously with Milner it's only a one game suspension so if, if worse comes to worse and we do have to keep using him at right back we sh it shouldn't be too much of a problem there but again kind of like today 
if it gets really bad, we've just got to ride it out. And if Camacho carries on like he did for the 30 seconds or so he was on the pitch at the end of the game, then we might just be absolutely fine. He makes a tackle. He touched the ball in the box and it made me a lot more relief than I would have been as he had he been beaten. So. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Edge there, there. In our area. In yeah. our area. Yeah, yeah, that was a great tackle. Had no <laughs> idea who it was that made the tackle. Cheered regardless. Anyway, that's been the instant match reaction. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to Red Men TV on YouTube. Do go and check out LFC Focus as well on YouTube. Um, Will is doing bits over on that channel. Uh, go and have a listen to his match reaction after that game. Will, thank you very much for joining thank us you once for again. Me. Um, we had this awkward almost go in for a handshake then, so yeah, I'm just going to finish it, on. you know what I mean? <laughs> nice one. See you next time. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.